This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker and on digital radio, this is Love Sport news from the sky news center at seven theresa may has stood her ground against her own mps who've again criticized her for no progress on brexit an eu summit proved inconclusive but the pm insists the uk and european union could still overcome disagreements about the irish border european council president donald tusk also responded to the idea of a longer transition period if the uk decided that an extension of the transition period would be helpful to reach a deal I am sure that the leaders would be ready ready to consider it positively. There's been a 9% rise in recorded crime in England and Wales. Official figures show 5.6 million offences were registered with forces in the year to June, the highest total since 2005. The Police Federation says it doesn't take a crystal ball to work out they need more boots on the ground. UK military sales to Saudi Arabia increased by two-thirds in 2017, a rise of more than £450 million. That's according to analysis of government figures. The real amount could be even higher as the number of so-called secret open licenses doubled in the same period. The type of goods being sold includes components for sniper rifles, bombs and combat naval vessels. A rare case of BSE, otherwise known as mad cow disease, has been detected on a farm in Aberdeenshire. Restrictions have been placed on the site while investigations are carried out to identify where it came from. The Scottish Government says there's no risk to human health. Kleenex is rebranding its man-sized tissues after complaints the name is sexist. The company behind them, Kimberly Clark, says it'll call them extra-large instead. Kleenex man-sized tissues have been on shelves for 60 years. Journalist Naomi First is not impressed with the change. What this does is trivialise real issues of sexism. This is an absolute non-issue and anyone complaining about it has too much time on their hands. Our British number one, Johanna Contos, reached just her second tennis semi-final of the year. as She beat Alexandra Sasanovic in three sets at the Kremlin Cup in Moscow. That's the latest. I'm Kevin Gover. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. With seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. 
Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio bringing you your Crystal Palace fan show. We're back of the next. Joining me this evening is Chris Hambling. Hi, Chris. <laughs> oh, it's late again. Oh, yeah. what a surprise. Oh. <laughs> Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I'm just driving my jack around, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader and Jack. What's, what's that? What happened in the last Star Wars movie? Didn't Darth Vader? Mate, I, I, don't, that, yeah. I don't watch Star Wars. Yeah. I don't can't watch remember, it. but no, no, I think something dodgy really happened to Darth Vader. It's not really my thing, Dio. Oh, okay. uh, good evening, Dio Kernas. How are you doing, pal? Yeah, I'm fine. How are you? Also known as Fresher of the Year. Fresher of the Year. Uh, I wouldn't say Fresher of the Year, really, because I'm not really enjoying the uni life I'm at. Like, no, I'm you, staying at home, so... You're Fresher of the Year. Well, it's on the completely other side of London as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's You've like had a man there, mate. You've yeah. had a man. But to be fair, it's not my... F- well, it partly is Things my fault. can only get better. But yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Nothing can get worse than this. <laughs> yeah, we are waiting for uh, the arrival of Christopher Hambling this evening. He'll be. Uh, he'll, well, I don't know what you'll be doing, but he'll be. Uh, he'll be with us shortly. Uh, so right now it's just myself, Aaron Paul, and him over there, Dr. Kernas, on the scene at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight is the number to call. We've got plenty to talk about this evening. Um, first and foremost, should we talk about the five 0 friendly win? Yeah, that was. That was a really good... Um, scored some goals. Yeah, scored some goals. Yeah, very good win. But with all due respect, it was against Dulwich. So <laughs> it's not it's not like we should get really excited. But it's good to see um, mainly Conor Wickham back, Scott Dan back. They've, you know, they've had long-term injuries and finally, you know, they've managed to come back. And hopefully they, if they stay fit, then it'll be useful because we've been struggling this season. And Conor Wickham, I think, is the most important one because up front we're really lacking options. And um, there's reports of now Wilf being injured. So if Wilf is injured, there's, you know, we're, we're really tight up front. So it's important that Conor stays fit. And it was good to see him scoring goals. Could Conor Wickham effectively salvage Palace's season? It's it's or is hard. It too early. It's 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 hard because it's hard to say because he he's you know he's had a long term injury and for some players after long term injuries they they just can't do a proper comeback and it's it's we have to wait and see really to see um, how he actually responds. I know he scored a goal against Dulwich, but if we rely too much on him, I don't think it'll be good. Um, but yeah, I think he can play a vital role. I really like Conor Wickham before his injury. He had you know good. Uh, build up play with Benteke when they play together so there's signs of optimism there but I'm not looking I'm not going to expect too much from him um, if he does come back to the past um, starting lineup. to be fair yeah it's going to be interesting to see if Wickham can, can stay fit get back involved exactly. uh, what's the situation with the other strikers any update on Benteke um, well Benteke he's um, of course um, reported that is going to stay, he's going to stay out for un, uh, at least until January, so it's not looking good in that aspect. And there's this news that just came in that Wilfred Zaha may be injured. I think we're going to find out tomorrow in Roy's press conference. But if if he is injured, then we, you know we should be really worried because one, we've got tough self fixtures coming up, and two, it's Zaha. He's our star man, and we haven't won. I don't think we've even scored a goal without Wilf in the side and, and even with him in the side we've been struggling so it's going to be a massive loss hopefully it's not a serious injury but he did return early and he did not play Ivory Coast last um, AFCON game so it is quite worrying but hopefully it's nothing too serious do you think that Palace are over relying on 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 Zaha this season I mean there's that big thing or, uh, about how um you know, without Zaha, Palace don't win. They don't score. Obviously, they haven't scored a home goal this season. That is is, is concerning. Um, I mean, you can't base a team around one player. 
Exactly, you can't. But it seems like yeah, I understand to certain uh, to a certain extent that. Wilf is our star man and we should play it through him. But sometimes I feel like we just force it too much. Teams already know that Wilf is our star man and they double team on him. And that leaves our players open. And I don't think we take advantage of that. Sometimes, you know, even though Wilf is our star man, we should look at other options, switch up the play, play from the right-hand side a bit instead of the left-hand side. But it just seems like we just focus on Wilf a bit too much. And as you said, I think we're asking a bit too much from him. Like, I understand he's a very good player, but... He's no, I, I don't know. He's he's I don't. He's not really like um, likes of Hazard, etc. He's not one of them players. So just take you know, g- give him some space, give him some um, room as well. Like don't always play it through Wilf. There's other options. Andros Townsend, he you know, play it from the right hand side. Wan-Bissaka and Andros have great partnership up there. So you know, Wan-Bissaka running, doing overlaps, etc. So it, it has been working good when we have tried, but we haven't really tested you know that right-hand side as much. We just focus on the left-hand side and giving it to Will. Yeah, uh, Crystal Palace uh, manager Roy Hodgson has said, uh, well, after being questioned about Palace's poor record without Wilfred, so I don't know what I can do until we play without Wilf and win. Well, you know what we might find out on on, on Sunday, isn't it? It's, it's the uh, the Sunday afternoon uh, game, this one, Palace and, uh, and Everton taking on each other. It's going to be an interesting one, certainly, because, you know, again, Palace need to find some goals from somewhere. You can't keep relying on Wilf. Ben Teke has been out of form since I don't know when. Is this a time for someone like Soloth to come in and actually stake a, a claim for for his place, or or is are people writing him off? Yeah, well, people have written him off, but of course, um, there's a reason for that because Soloth hasn't really performed, and I think people are expecting too much from him. I don't think he's ready yet to play. Uh, not to play to start in the Premier League side. I think he need. Uh, I think a loan move would be good for him. But that's the thing. It's just the players we have. We have Jordan Ayew, uh, Serloff, uh, Wilf can play up front. Andros can play up front. But really, other than that, who else? Do we like we're so limited in our options, and the options that we do have, they're not even performing. So, what do we do now? That's 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 why Conor Wickham playing. You know, scoring a goal against Dulwich. Is is very important because hopefully that you know that lifts up his mood and if he stays fit then he could be another option because we're really running out of options up front and it's it's starting to come to that stage where you look at fixtures what's going to happen you know we've missed out on lots of games already and in terms of game points what next yeah exactly that uh, we'll take a short pause on the back of this we're going to carry on looking ahead uh, to that game and, and and just chatting Palace in general talk about uh, Dulwich Hamlet hopefully. If, if Hambo shows up we'll be able to talk to him about it as well because exactly. he actually went to the game but we don't actually know where he is he's, he, he's chugging along down, <laughs> down, the jag. down chugging chug along the jag around here somewhere it's ten past seven this is Love Sport The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com Play your way to one million pounds Love Sport 558am Love Sport I work for RespokesmanZ.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit RespokesmanZ.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. The cat's out of the bag. And PC's gone mad. Patrick Christie's has been from the streets of Syria to the galleries of the government. And now he's gracing the airwaves, giving meaning to the term face for radio. Patrick Christie's, bringing his unique take on all the latest in sports and current affairs to your lunchtime. PC Gone Mad. Weekdays from midday on Love Sport. 
This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yeah, this is your Crystal Palace fan show on Love Sport Radio. My name is Aaron Paul. Joining me, DR Kernas. DR, you know, there was a piece uh, released this week by Steve Sutcliffe of the BBC talking about players who um, were released in the summer. Okay. And who are still available on contract. I've, I've done a few picks and I want to ask you. All right, yeah, go if on. If you'd like to see the following at yeah, your club. I'm- Gabriel Agbon Lahore. You know what? That's so weird. <laughs> that is so weird because, oddly enough, like when I was going to uni today, he, his name just popped into my head and I didn't see an article about him. It's so weird, but okay, continue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Darren Bent. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The one, the one I'm looking at, do you know what? He's got options. Lassina Triore. Hmm. Remember him? He went on loan to Everton. One. Do you know his Oh, name yeah, is? yeah, yeah, yeah. The big he had tree. Yeah, that, that blonde. Is it the one with the blonde hair? Is it. Uh, I, d- I don't know if he had the blonde hair, but he was at Monaco. And yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. Yeah, that's uh, no. I, well, yeah, I think he's had like he had a blonde strip, but they all, all that, that yeah, no, everyone has that. To be fair, um, and guess what? He's already played in 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 the famous stripes already. Oh for yeah, someone else. So he actually looks good in the kit. But you know, Lasina <laughs> Traore is available. 28 years of age. You know, the big tree, six for eight. <laughs> six foot. Oh wow, six foot six eight. Six foot eight. Pierre, how tall is Peter Crouch? Uh, not not six foot eight. He's taller than Peter Crouch. Oh wow, that, yeah, <laughs> that is yeah, impressive. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> you know, yeah, there you go. Um, he's had an injury. Don't get me wrong. Oh, however, Ben take it like that. However, <laughs> he does get goals. You know, when he was playing for Anzi Makachakalaka, he oh. got thirteen <laughs> in twenty nine. Not bad. Thirteen twenty nine against what? Anzi Makachakalaka. Anzi Makachakalaka. Oh yeah, you know you got you got thirteen goals in twenty or thir- sorry it's eighteen in thirty five. But yeah, for Anzi Makalaka Shakalaka, yeah, yep. he got uh, ten goals in Liga One in his second season there. He got one goal in the Premier League in two games. Oh, Not bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> he went to CSK in Moscow alone. Got six six goals in twenty one. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. bad. Sporting Gijon got two goals in his eight appearances. Can't go wrong. Yeah. He fires them in. Yeah, he, you know he, he has scored goals, but it's just like you look at the first team. Um, I already forgot their name. <laughs> like he's played in, he's played, he's played in decent. Like um, the French league is all right, I guess. Playing it's not Champions League. Yeah, yeah Champions League. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> but it's just how much like is it, oh, can he actually do a job at Paris in the Premier League? That's what I would think. Six for eight if you get yeah, high it, enough. Yeah, if you get high the enough. The defenders won't be able but to reach knowing, it. But knowing Roy, he won't play. Like, he won't play to his advantage. He'll probably play he on the floor. Andros, I want you to... Play on the floor. Play on the floor. Play. <laughs> Drill the crosses in line. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be surprised. That's, that's another thing. But he sounds good on paper, but if we if we have to rely on Torre, then, then we're in deep trouble. The yeah. fact that we have to go for him. But, but they but, should have signed another striker in the summer. Are you well, not good enough? Is he? Well, who can we? It's, it's a hard because we're struggling financially, so it's not like we can just go out and buy whoever we want. Of course, everyone would want. Do you, th- us do you to think Ari was the right move? 
Um, Do you think they should have taken a risk and gone for Danny Ings? Yeah, Danny Ings, yes. Uh, but I don't know what like his demands were. That's another thing because that, that, it's just I think it was more case of Liverpool's demands in terms of they yeah. But there was some, oh, I can't remember right now, but I remember that they wanted something ridiculously high. Also, like option to buy after. I don't know if you want. Well, it's not an option to buy. It's an obligation to buy. They oh, have it? to buy. Him. Okay, so that, that's they the thing. And Palace yeah. right now, we're not. We're not the you know we're not wealthiest club right now, so that that, that would have been a massive. Re- I think Jordan Ayew, looking on paper, who we could have got. A lot of people are saying that. I mean, I, I've I done a bit of scouting on Palace Twitter, and a lot of people just sitting there going, "Nah, not good enough." I like I, I liked him when we first bought him. I thought he'd be good, like especially Wilfer from, but that clearly hasn't been the case. I thought someone who could actually you know pick the ball up in midfield and run at defenders rather He's than back to back relegations. Yeah, that's that's the most worrying stat. Yeah, he's been relegated with Villa, Swansea, I think in front. Villa and Swansea, yeah. There's there's other teams as well. Like I'm pretty sure, but I can't remember. Yeah, that's that's a worrying thing. But on paper, he he's he's a decent footballer. Like, but in terms of scoring goals, he hasn't delivered that yet. He what we've seen from him is that he's very good defensively. He loves to track back. But then again, right now defensively we're all right. Anyway, it's not like we're conceding goals. He's scoring goals up front, and he hasn't actually delivered that. So that's a pretty much downside thing. But when we did actually get Jordan Ayew, I was I was impressed, but it just hasn't somehow worked out. Maybe more time of him and Will playing up front will be needed before we see him start scoring in goals. Maybe he needs someone next to him who's actually effective, and I think Wilfred Zaha is the best man, but it clearly hasn't worked so far, so it, it, is, it is a tricky one. Do Palace need a recruit in January? Or yeah, definite, definitely. And, how are they going to do it? Ruben Lo- I think Ruben Loftus-Cheek is the most likely goals, one. Though. We, well, we scored. I think he will suit us because he he is a you know he's very good on the ball, and he can create so many chances. So I think our odds of scoring will increase if we have him on the side. I think we're you know we're playing four four two, and when we play four four two, and we don't uh, we've seen it so far, it just doesn't work without Ruben. There, you know, Ruben and Maka played a massive role, and I'm not saying Ruben is. Amazing. He's not. He's not on the levels of like Fabregas, but he is a very good footballer and he's young as well. So having him back in and he's also he's already proven himself. You know, he went in the England side and at Palace it was tremendous. So having him back at Palace, I think it will actually increase our chance of scoring goals. Yeah, potentially, it's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be a real. It's, it's a tri- It's not. It's, it's worrying not, though. Yeah, that, it I, is, I, that's it's what I'm saying. Really worrying. We've, Palace's form right now. We've. I mean, people are sitting there just going. You know what? If it wasn't for the likes of Huddersfield, Cardiff, but that's Newcastle, you know, I mean, Palace are at fourteenth. West Ham are just below them. Southampton aren't great. Fulham have a leaky defence. But the difference between Palace and Fulham is Fulham score. Yeah. Fulham score goals. They, they concede a lot, but yeah, as you said, they do score goals. There's the most worrying thing is that yes, Cardiff and Huddersfield, but there's that one spot still. Like Newcastle could change it around Southampton. They've got the players, but it's just Cardiff and Huddersfield. I'm not worried about. So there's that one spot there that I'm very worried about. That what West Ham and Brighton? Yeah, see, Brighton under Hughton. That you know, even though I don't really like Brighton. To be fair, they've done they've done all right. Even you know they beat Man United earlier on in the season. Even though Man United are not great, but they're a solid side. To be fair, they are a solid side. So and. Then uh, talking about uh, what's the other team that you mentioned? Uh, the other team I mentioned. I mean, we're talking about West Ham as well. Brian West Ham. Yeah, West Ham. They've they've switched it around, haven't they? Now, so they're different side as well. So there's that one spot. It just depends on Newcastle. How long are they going to continue this for? What? Well, that's the bad thing. We're relying on other teams right now, and it could actually hit us when it comes to you know. 
towards the end of the season where they actually pick up yeah we're going to take a short pause and uh, and and shuffle the, uh, the the room around a bit uh but yeah on the way back we're going to get a full on uh, uh we're going to get a full on review of that friendly against Dulwich Hamlet and be uh, continuing our preview to the game at the weekend Crystal Palace of course taking on Everton Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Your news, your views, your voice. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesmansaid.com, getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do, the smarter, quicker way of advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes. Hello, I'm Michael Parkinson. The Los Tablers is the UK's leading youth cricket and disability sports charity and now the official charity partner of Love Sport Radio. The charity's mission is to enhance the lives of disadvantaged and disabled young people through sport. Last year, the Los Tablers donated over 4 million quid to help young people of all backgrounds and abilities to get involved with sport. To find out more to see how you can get involved, visit lowestabulars.org Love Sport Love Sport with 7OTB.com Play your way to £1 million little humble 50 he's rapid and he's nifty but he never gets to love sport on time oh my little humble 50 he's rapid and he's nifty but he never gets to love sport on time humble how are you i'm uh, pretty tired mate yeah yeah thanks thanks for the song though perked me up no end yeah have you, have, have you been for a massage yet uh not yet no 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 do you need a massage i do but is that an offer no i mean it's bad radio but I'll be weird. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Don't mean to, don't mean to let you down and all that. But at least, at least we can play the song, right? What your intro? Yeah. 
I'm on Dio's mic. This this is this feels weird. Yeah. You always come look when he's here. It's like oh I can't see Paddy. Now he's there. It's like oh it's Dio's mic. What do you want? <laughs> what do you're, you want? You're right. Reminded me I can see Paddy. Is now. that yeah? You can see Paddy now. <laughs> he's waving and everything. It's great. Oh. No, I can't see him. Can I just say the the, the person who's be the most happy tomorrow? He's probably listening now. Is producer Mikey because he's actually heard Paddy sing tonight and he, oh. he absolutely loves you, mate. He does. He's, 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 he likes it when Paddy's mean to me as well. Yeah. That's well, oh, but hopefully Paddy will be joining us at some point. Uh, just just to batter you really I don't nice. know why, why anyway let's talk Crystal Palace that's what we're here for this is uh, the Palace fan channel Love Sport Radio uh, Hambo is in the building DR is in the building fresher or well, non-fresher of the year is it non-fresher <laughs> <laughs> non-fresher um, should we talk about Dulwich yeah gentrification in football oh man the objective now listen obviously I, I was on the on the Phone. Yeah. That's the word I was searching. You are a for reporter there. of the for the evening. I was. Yeah. And I, I didn't go with the traditional reporting, did I? No. 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 You're talk, you're, what were you talking about? Okay. Um, falafel. Yeah. Falafel. Yeah. I had falafel in your pocket. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the, uh, the worst thing was when I got home, I had a big lump of it on my jacket. Oh. Why didn't Mike draw what? attention to that? Oh my. It made me look like a very messy hipster. Oh well. To be fair, you you did say that there were lots of hipsters at Dulwich. So the weird jaunty hats, you know. Were you it's wearing that a hat? Kind of a place. Never, mate. I like to show off my uh, my chrome dome. Your solar panel. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, th- way of I thought you, you you know with the old temperatures dropping and that you would have invested in some form of headwear by now. Uh, I've got a big head, so quite right. often when I buy a hat, it kind of just perches on top, and makes it, me look. Stupid. No, I think <laughs> I think a good l- little cap would suit you. Every, everything looks like a fez. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. No, honestly, <laughs> try a cap on. I want to see it. Send a photo. I think send it. Let the listeners. Uh, let I, th- the listeners I, th- know I as think well. Hambo, we should get Hambo uh, a palace Ushanka. <laughs> what? What? Is what? Ushanka? You know, you know one of those Russian hats, military. Oh, hats. now you're talking. Yeah, yeah, I had a United one like that. It was absolutely brilliant. My old man nicked it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, Dulwich. You asked Dulwich. me about yeah, Dulwich. Yeah, we're, we're talking Dulwich, yeah. Um, lovely, lovely little event that was. Yeah, down at Tooting Mitchum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the KNK Stadium or whatever it's called now. Yeah. Um, I've done a done a little bit of commentary down there for an under twenty three game once, and I sort of it's a nice, really nice non league ground. Oh, and uh, it was lovely watching Palace score some goals. It really was. I mean, mm. uh, Max Mayer like just absolute different class. gravy. It's, it was so easy for him, and like you always obviously done it to a certain level. Exactly. You know? Like you just said, Matt, it was so easy for him, but <laughs> like Max Mayer, look how much we pay him, and. Look at the quality of play. Yeah, it should be. If it wasn't easy, then it would be quite worrying. If you're I, I, I've Dulwich. seen a lot of friendlies in my time and a lot of under-23 games. And yeah, to be fair. You that. always expect yeah. players to stand out and they never <laughs> quite stand out like you think they will. But yeah. he really did. Like, just, he only played the 45 minutes, but it didn't dampen the calls for him to start, let's put it that way. But it was great to see five quality goals. I mean, Mayer smashed one in. Uh, Kai Kai got the second from another really long-range effort and he... You know, he's sort of staking a bit of a claim there. We've we've struggled to create and score. He took a couple of brilliant corners, one of which uh, Wickham headed in from. But it was really nice just to see a, a team <laughs> just smash, you know, smash another team. And did you was, get emotional? I did get a little bit emotional, but I do. Uh, we'll talk about me getting emotional. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, about when we, when we come to the marathon stuff, my word. What an experience that yeah. was. But let's, uh, let's come back to that. Um, I, th- I think... What I, I wanted to draw attention, one of the players that stood out, we've got obviously we've got a great right back mm. in Aaron Wan-Pasaka now, but a player I hadn't really seen much of as a played left back was a lad called Tyreek Mitchell, and I think we you know we might have another one there. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it was really impressive. Some good work being done in the Palace Academy. 
Yeah, well, man, we, we've we've had a bit of a I don't know, you know, Kenny Sanson was a was a you know really memorable fullback that we produced. Um, but then other than that, I'm just trying to think if we produced any others. Uh, Klein, I think, of course. Yeah, but he's a right but, back, wasn't? He? Yeah, are you talking yeah, about fullbacks, fullbacks or just, fullbacks oh, okay, okay, fullbacks. Mo- but then, uh, Moses has been wing back. Yeah, he's been, but he's been, he was a striker with us, wasn't he? Slight striker slash winger. Um, but then you start to get down to Gary Borrowdale. Yeah, remember him? I remember him. Why <laughs> 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 uh, Just just a few th- few memories popped into my head there of, of Gary Borrowdale. But uh, look, it was um, it was extremely uh, extremely good to see a young player who I hadn't heard much about. Um, play, you know, with with essentially a full strength team, and absolutely just smash it. So that was great. And another young lad called Kean Flanagan uh, mm. scored an absolute beauty from about twenty yards. Uh, Mark Bright was saying that he's been asked to get get a bit further forward from central midfield. Now he's a player that uh, Manchester United were after. A that is stage. right, yeah. And um, we we managed to nick him off a of South End a few years back. But he lo- he looks like he's filled out. I've seen him play a few times. Always been really good on the ball, but he's actually, you know, he looks like a proper footballer now, a proper man. So it's it's nice to see a bit of youth coming through. Do you think? Do you think any of these players will realistically get chances in the first team? Look, we've been struggling, but do you see Kaka especially, especially because he's a forward, you know, he's a wing guy. He can play up front. He scored a couple goals in preseason. Do you think realistically Ray will give them chances? I think. If you look at how Basaka got a chance, that was almost luck, wasn't it? Yeah, due to injuries. So what? Yeah. You think so? Under Roy, realistically, you're looking for that kind of an opportunity again. You know, maybe a little bit of a run out off the bench in the cup, but just making your mark. You know, Wan Basaka made his mark and and he stayed there. What about what about Scott Dan? He was another. He's had a long term injury. You played at Dulwich. I think he played for ninety minutes. How, no, how, he did for first forty five. Oh, first forty five. How how was he? Did he looked quite comfortable. You know, looked the better of the two centre backs alongside Kelly. Um, but you know, again, rusty. Wasn't quite as sharp mm. as you remember. But we've really missed him. It's you know, you kind of completely forgot exactly. about him. He, he? Was, he was such a player when he first joined Palace, and it was just unbelievable where we are right now. Where the fact that even if Scott Dan is fit. He wouldn't actually go into our starting eleven, so it's, it's actually quite weird um, how how much we, you know we developed in that centre back position and the type of, the quality players that we've actually got there now. That the fact that Scott Dan won't be a starter for us, and potentially if he's not a starter, he might want to move away. That's enough. Yeah, <laughs> That's another yeah, worry as well. Must be what thirty one, thirty two now, I guess. Yeah, because he ideally wants to play now because he's you know he's at his prime. So <laughs> that's going to be another wo- uh, worry for Roy. But yeah. it's a good worry. Are, so. you, are you looking forward to January? Uh, <laughs> that's a difficult question. Not really. I, I would be if I... The last, like, the last few windows haven't been great for us. Particularly mm. January. It's all been... Speculation. Trying, yeah, and, and a lot of trying to get the right deal done. And it falling through. I think we had a terrible, terrible January, January window last time out. Just do, do, do you know what? I mean, for me, every time you know I talk about Palace and to people, all they go is, oh, well, they should sell Benteke. Well, yeah, who's going to buy him? Yeah, injured till injured, injured till January. Yeah. So first of all, that's completely... Out of form. About, you know, yeah, exactly. He's best part of a year where he's been very much uh, out of sorts. So who's going to pay 
it's the it's the wages. Even if you gave him away, who's going to pay? Oh, the China, wages? China. That's the, that's the best option, I think. China, but All right, Trump. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the best option. But it, it's actually quite. I was thinking about it. Um, He'll end up a Fenerbahce or Besiktas. No, they that. can't afford him. They honestly cannot afford him. Um, I was thinking about it because we've been linked with Jekyll. So potentially, if you sold Christian Benteke and oh, Jekyll came, I can't in, see that. Yeah, and I really can't. But yeah, I know what you mean. That would, that would that would be interesting, but, but, but I, yeah, as you said, it's just unlikely. Uh, even Chinese clubs to go yeah. in for Benteke, I but, guess. But what you bring up, obviously, is the striker issue. We haven't solved it. We've had the best part of eighteen months, and we haven't solved it. You know, we've got into a position now where we've been Benteke's out injured, and uh, you know, Wickham's barely back, and um, it's you know, it's we're really thin on the ground again. Yeah, we are indeed. Uh, on the back of this, we are going to be speaking to Darren Ambrose, Palace legend. And do you know what? I think we will start off by asking him his memories of Gary Borrowdale. Oh, love sport. Yeah. <laughs> Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. The pig has strangled itself in the rope. With any help? No, on its own. The on pig its own. It on its own. The pig's like a suicide from the pig. Yeah, that's what's In order to feed the celebrities. <laughs> yes, well. Look out, the pig is looking at these celebrities going, they are getting thin. <laughs> these people need to eat. And <laughs> I am prepared to sacrifice myself. That's what you think. But then, Pete was like, well, I think it'd be more respectful if we gave it a burial. Really? So the, even though this pig was already <laughs> dead... Pete said, "I don't want to kill. I don't want us to eat it now." So they had to send this. While they're all completely stick thin, starving, hungry, have not had a meal in a couple of days, had to send this pig out to sea on a raft. They sent it on a raft, buried it on like a Viking funeral. (laughs) Did they fire an arrow of fire onto the pig's raft, and it all went (laughs) up? It went, and that was a suitable funeral for the pig, because that would be torture, wouldn't it? If you could suddenly smell roasting pig (laughs) floating away. Weekdays from six thirty a.m. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from 7bestbets.com. I've got a five-fold for you today. Man City to beat Burnley, Newcastle to beat Brighton, Spurs to beat West Ham in the London Derby, Wolves to beat Watford and Liverpool to beat Huddersfield. A tenner returns you £106.29p. Those are the odds with 7bestbets.com. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven to net a million. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio. Delighted to uh, to bring on a man who spent many a happy year at Crystal Palace. Three, precisely, including scoring a stunner at Myanmar, at the, the home of Myanmar. And uh, it was definitely a stunner, wasn't it? It is one of the best goals ever. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. Where were you when, when, when Ambrose scored? I was. Uh, I would say I was directly in line with the ball. That's how, yeah. how it felt to me. Like, literally, looking, <laughs> looking at his foot through the net, onto, literally, directly. It's like he was aiming at my face. 
Let's ask him. Darren Ambrose, were you aiming at Chris Hambling's face when you smashed <laughs> that ball at Old Trafford? Well, have been. Well, have been. I've been aiming for. <laughs> How are we, chaps? Yeah, very well, thanks, pal. Good. Thank you very much uh, for for joining us this evening. I mean, you spent three seasons at Crystal Palace before heading off to uh, heading off to Birmingham City. W- yeah. What did you make of your time at uh, at Selhurst Park? It's it's an interesting place to play. It is. I mean, I absolutely love my time. It's, it was no secret. It was probably like, the best I played throughout my career. I think um, I, I got taken in very well from the from the fans immediately. Coming coming from Charlton, the local rivals, it was it was a, it was a difficult. Well, it was a difficult decision, really. You know, my wife was saying, uh, "You know, is it is it the right decision?" But you know, I was confident in my ability that I could go and and turn everyone, and they took to me straight away, really. So, um, I mean. Two goals on my debut probably helped. Um, but yeah, like you said, fantastic place to play. It, the atmosphere is is second to none, really. Well, it, it has been. Obviously, they're having a little bit of trouble with the Fanatics at the, at the minute. But Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, Tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. When they're rocking and when Celeste is rocking, it's it's an amazing place to play and they they literally are your your 12th man. Noticed you... uh, you been been around a couple of games recently, Darren. Are you working it with the, with the club in any capacity? I am, yeah. I'm doing some commercial roles at the club. Actually, I've, you know, it took me a while to admit that I'd retired. To be honest, I was a bit, in a bit of a denial. You know, I thought oh, I'll have a gap year, but I mean that's not the way it works in football. So, you know, it took a while. But yeah, I, I, I just wanted to give something back to to the football club and come in doing a little bit of commercial role, a few meet and greets, and you know, meeting the the fans that were so good to me when I was there. Yeah, for sure. And um, how have you, you know, how have you made of, of Palace's start to the season? Um, obviously finished last season very well under Roy after a, yeah. a huge turnaround, yeah. but struggling to sort of hit that kind of form this year? I think so, yeah. Um, I mean, the two home games I went to, Newcastle and Southampton, you know, the, the Southampton one wasn't the best performance at all. You know, I think Southampton fully deserved the win. Um, the Newcastle one was uh, a strange game. It, it was Newcastle came to they set up to to get the draw, and it worked for them, and they did. It was a good away point for them. But yeah, like you said, it's not been the the, the greatest of starts result wise. The performances you look at, you know, the Watford game in particular. You know, they could have been three 0 up in the first half an hour, so that would have been that would have changed that result. Um, Newcastle, like I said, if, if they'd have got to grips and won that, it'd have been a total different start to the season. But you know, five massive games coming up. You know, they don't get much tougher than what they've got coming up, and they kind of need to pick up some points and stay stay in touch with with everyone around them for, for after that five. 
Hi Darren. Um, Zaha, of course, is our star man. But do you think mm. we're over relying on him a bit too much, especially this season? Or um, maybe so. Yeah, and I think teams are doubling, trebling up sometimes on him, and it's not it's not really working. I'd like to see. I said this when I was down. I'd like to see you know first twenty minutes play play with Townsend, Schlup, whoever's on the other side, play play with them. You know, give them 20 minutes of solid ball, let them attack their defender, you know, because then it, it, it will, the other team has to try something, you know, and it will free Wilford up for, for what he does best. You know, it's it's difficult playing against two and three men. And I think other teams are kind of saying, well, I don't think you've got enough of the other players, you know, so we'll, we'll put two or three men on them. So, you know, I'd like to see the midfield control the game a little bit more and try something different. But saying that, they've been doubling, trebling up on him and he's still creating stuff and he's still having these magic moments from the Huddersfield game. You know, and you know, that's what that's what Crystal Palace need, particularly in these next five. Which you know, these next five I don't I can't see them doubling and trebling up. I think they'll be confident matching up eleven v eleven and winning. So it could free him up to, to do the stuff. How, how much of that is down to the management and how much is that is down to the players in terms of not taking advantage of, you know, the fact that, that Zaha's double or treble marked? Well, I'm, I mean, look, he's, he's a fantastic player. You know, he's a Champions League player. He, he would fit into any Champions League team, in my opinion. You know, and I've watched him when he's probably had a couple of quiet games. And it, it, everyone wants to give him the ball, you know. And they, they, they look at him, the, the Huddersfield guy in particular... The game had us probably the better team. The game was not in Palace's favour. Kept giving him the ball and all of a sudden he created something. So I feel... Uh, uh, do they work on that? Probably. They probably work to give Wilfred the ball and let him do his stuff. But like I said, I'd like to see other players step up and try and take... Get, put, put their ability. Towns in particular, the Watford game I mentioned before, the first half an hour, all the chances come from him. You know, and that freed Wilfred up for the, for the end of the game to, to put Palace back in it. So, yeah, I think there's a little bit of over-reliance on him, yeah. but he's such a good player that you expect the unexpected from him as well. Darren, you played um, under some really troubled times at Palace. Obviously, you know, there was a lot of financial uncertainty, um, you know, but you played with some really, really big names there. Clint Hill and Sean Derry, of yeah. course, in there. Paddy McCarthy, Jose Font, and, and 20 goals in your first season as well, especially, you know, you know, it must have been such a such a relief to get them. But what was the spirit like in the squad? Dealing with, yeah. you know, whatever you, you're going through, dealing with uncertainty as well, dealing with the manager leaving, what was it like? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I've, like I said, I've made no no secret. It was my best time and I put that down to my teammates and, and the manager, Neil Warnock, at the time. It was such a good spirit. You know, there was a lot of problems off the pitch, particularly when, when we went into administration. You know, I remember flying up to Newcastle, I think we were seven or eight place in the league and when we landed, we were 20, 21st. So, but, the boys such a good spirit and they kept us going you know that kind of shaped me for, for the rest of my career you know the way the way they worked you know the team ethic they had the team spirit it's probably up there with the best team spirit I've, I've played with and I've played with you know, in a lot of fantastic teams but you know technically ability wise probably not the best players on, on the planet but 
actual team full of warriors, I, I always say, that never deserved to go down that season and we kind of got what we deserved by staying up in the last game. So, Darren, I've got a couple of listener questions for you. Uh, yeah. Lord Jolie, um, he's called himself a lord. I, I don't reckon he can back <laughs> that up, I'll be honest with you. He says, uh, what's it like to know your goal at Old Trafford is only rivalled by Gabriel Batistuta? Yeah, I mean, it's a special goal for me. You know, I unfortunately didn't win any trophies in my career. You know, that's something I, I regret and I wish I'd have done because that's what you're remembered for. But I seem to be remembered for this goal, not, not just through Palace fans, through ever I go. It's the one question that people ask me. So that that's nice that I've taken that away from my career. And, and, and it's, but, you know, I, st- I started on the bench that game, so it was a shot in anger more than anything. But, you know, <laughs> come on, and, and I just shot from anywhere, and it luckily landed in. The game before that, QPR at home, Sellers Park. I've tried it same distance, probably it was in. So you know they go in and they don't. So that was a that was a special moment for me. Did any of the United sort of cohort come up after the game? I know obviously they were. You know, I'm, I was gutted as well. You know, I'd slept all the way and, and watched that. But you know, did any of the United cohort come up to you and go, hey, you know, you struck that well, pal? Yeah, look, as as a player, you you do you appreciate the good stuff on the pitch. I I was on the pitch when Wayne, Wayne Rooney scored that. that folly against Newcastle and you do you, you get appreciation from players once once they settled down and they they had their hair dryer treatment probably at the end of the game yeah. they did they they, they showed, showed some love for it so could, could, could you I, feel I, the I Alex Ferguson vibrations <laughs> yeah I mean it, like I said it was one of those games we turned up we didn't expect nothing out of that game and it was a uh, it was a special moment for for Crystal Palace. You know, we 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 didn't expect as good a team as they put out. You know, we thought it'd be a lot lot of the reserve fringe players, and you know there was a lot of international ten internationals playing. So it was it was a special moment for us, and like I said, a, a great moment for me. Uh, we got a question from Ian M Howe, who's also called Zilfred Waha, which is quite a good, <laughs> quite a good name. <laughs> um, I think this is very much tongue in cheek. This one, he says, Darren, I'm disappointed you didn't stop Stern John getting back on the coach and insist he walked back to London after his miss <laughs> at Hillsborough. Was the side a bit soft? Yeah, that's, uh, that is one of those moments where you think that we, the end of the game where we stayed up, we we wanted to celebrate with the fans and. We didn't get to do that, and I think if if we'd have scored the last goal in the last minute, all of their fans would have left. They'd have known what was coming, and we would have ended up being able to celebrate down the end. You know that weren't the case, and we ended up nearly having a punch up with all their fans. So, you know, if he would have squared that, yeah, I told him he should have squared it, but he wanted the glory as, as most centre forwards do. <laughs> Um, Dan, we've had one in from uh, Tom Rado or Rado, Red Man. Um, he's uh, he's asked, does do, do you still play? If so, does he want to come down and play for a Seven Oaks and District Division Three outfit, Ideal FC reserves, centre midfield slash free roll? We'd welcome him with open arms, sandwiches not included. The uh, the free roll appeals to me. Yeah, I like that. Um, I could if he sends his address on Twitter, I might think about that. But no, I don't still play. You know, like I said, I I was in a bit of denial whether I'd stop or not, but I have, and I, I played a little mini tournament down at Sellers a few weeks back, and I couldn't walk for about four days after. <laughs> so, you know, general fitness is all right, but match fitness is something the, the, else. And you know, there was talk that you'd you'd open a barber's. Is that is that true? 
That's true. I've opened. I opened two barbers. Are, are you a barber? Are you or are you just sort of like you know? Have you have you opened them, or is it a case of you're actually in there and you know you've sort of you've you've taken up another trade? I have not. I I would like I would like to learn. I'd say it's a bit of preaching what you say when yeah. when you're telling your barbers what to do and what not to do. But look, I'm I'm just the owner. Uh, me and my best mate opened two barber shops. We thought. What can't you buy online? You can't buy haircuts online. It's a good little business, you know. We've got some fantastic barbers. Um, I know nothing about cutting hair. I can see a good haircut, but I know nothing about it. But like I said, I, I, one day I, I might learn. I might learn to cut. Whether I use it and work, I'm, I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm enjoying running the business. Actually, I've, I always wanted to come out of football and, and have a, a side business. And you know, it's, it, it's a, like I said, it's a good little business if done right. Um, hi there. Um, looking ahead to the Everton game, um, Max Meyer, he's he's come on uh, many times as a substitute and he started yeah. a couple of games as well. Um, do you think he should start against Everton? Do you think he will help, um, you know, in terms of scoring goals? Or do you think he's the man that we should look at? Um, I, I'd like to see him start more games. Um, I think he's he's been over long enough. He He, he should have adapted to a certain extent by now um, when he's come, come on he's he's looked good very intricate little passes probably something we need and you know with, with Wilfred coming in and um, Townsend from the other side he could be that link man to the, to the centre forward so I'd like to see him start more but you know as people say we're not on the training ground Roy obviously sees these guys day in day out I think when he's ready then he'll he'll put him in, but you know he, I, I I would give him a chance. I'd throw him in and and see what he can do. Final question: What's your score predictions for the game on the weekend? <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's going to be very difficult. Like I said, we got Everton, Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham, and you. Is that the next five? Yeah, yeah it's it. in between. It's we need to pick up some points, and out of them five, you'd look at Everton and say, look, let's. Let's start the start of that game, and I can see I can see Palace picking up a few points from these games. You know, it's the Palace way. You kind of start not so great, lose to teams that you think you probably should beat, and then all the big teams you go and, you go and get freak results and and win. So my I'm going to go for a one-two away win. Love it. I like how you said it in the yeah, right, format. <laughs> right format. The right format, as if you're filling in like a VAT return form. I'll tell you what, um, Darren, you know, one p- final, final, final one, and, and I really want to ask this because uh, we, we put out some, uh, what, for, for some listener questions on both Facebook and Twitter, and St- yeah. Stefan Mark Zerbrug, yeah, that's right, I said yeah. it in the proper German way, has asked, how was it like playing football abroad? Don't want to know about that. How good could he could have been with an extra yard of pace? Don't want to know that. What I want to know is, did Sean Derry ever cook for you come dine with me style? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to say he did, but he didn't for me. No, he may have done for some of the other players, but I could see him being a good cook. You know, he was a great captain. One of the best captains I've played for. Kept the team together, team spirit together, but I can't say we was ever invited round for, for supper. That's shocking. I mean, obviously, was it 
I think it was uh, who lived in Paddy McCarthy's summer house. Was that Peter Ramage? I think that was. Yeah, that was. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, and Sean Derry won't even cook for you. Scandalous. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he would have cooked for me. But <laughs> I, I, th- I think you could pop round to, to Casa del Hambo just to apologise for aiming for him. Yeah, come at on. Old Trafford, and, and I'm sure he'd be, he'd be delighted to cook for you, Darren. Um, yeah, you I'm there. Like, send me the address. I'm there. Yeah, Whip around. We'll sort something out. Darren, you're an absolute gentleman. Thank you very much for coming on. Darren Ambrose, ladies and gents, on Love Sport Radio. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. It's all in the name. Love Sport Radio. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. This is Love Sport. Love Sport with 7 OTB. Play your way to one million pounds. Can I just say, Hambo? Hello. You know, um, you with your uh, your knowledge and whatnot, and we were talking about fullbacks that Palace have produced from their academy. You're forgetting the man, the myth, the legend, Dean Gordon. Oh, of course. Oh, Dino, what a left foot. Exactly. Before your time, DR. Exactly, way before my time. Describe what type of player was he then? Uh, very dynamic left back. I remember at Middlesbrough, do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he still lives up that way. Dean Gordon and Brian Dean. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> do you remember that Hamilton Ricard up front? I do, yeah. What was he that about? He had a very strange looking face. He's a weird looking guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very just... oversized head. Yeah, yeah. He was like... Um, <laughs> I need to see a picture of him. Think what those things are called, but uh, bobbleheads. No, no, yeah, that's it. A bobblehead. You're quite right. He had. A, it was bobblehead. He was. Um, 
just sort of just remembered what's what was the brazilian who played at the same time oh. as Janine? <laughs> that is a special head after yeah, i mean he, he actually looked like a like you know i don't know it, you don't want to go up against him no let's just say that no let's just say that. hamilton record when they had him brian dean up front he's from leeds didn't he? he scored on the first premier league goals didn't he brian dean he did brian dean was responsible for a, a goal that got palace into the playoffs with about a minute to spare uh the season where he got promoted Oh. Uh, I think that's right. The, the, was it the Dowie season? I can't remember. Why are you looking at him? Oh, yeah, no, I looked at him. He, he wasn't even around, I don't think. He was yeah. an amoeba. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? An amoeba. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, I've done biology for a while. That's I'm not sure if that's right that off my, yeah. Yeah, that's that is. right off my dinner pal. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we're, we're just talking about random footballers now. Um, <laughs> you, you were saying that. Remember Ian Wone? Ian Wone? Wone. There was a great story about Ian Wone. Was it? Yeah, about Brian Clough and and uh, and what happened with him. Well, I, I don't know that one exactly, but I know Cloughy had a, a penchant for striking footballers. Well, my favourite one of those that I heard was the uh, Nigel Jemson. Do you remember him? Yes. So he, he's playing his first game. I think it was his first game for Forest, and he had a bit of a stinker in the first forty-five minutes. And Brian Clough's tactic apparently was to walk up to him at half time and go, "You ever been punched in the stomach, son?" And before he could answer, he punched him in the stomach. You know, that's that was his management style. Can't do that these days, though. Can't go can wrong. You? Yeah. Um, Ian Wohan was going to. Ian Wohan was going to Bournemouth. He was at Runcorn. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this was in the days of te- do you want teletext. Teletext, yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, okay, cool. Right. I think yes. I think not, di- not digital teletext no, without the numbers. Page, no, page the TV, th- the TV one, like yeah, when yeah. you look at, yeah, yeah, yeah. bamboozle. Uh, page page three hundred two, sport football. Uh, I don't know what page it was, but I, I remember it slightly. Three hundred one was sport. Three hundred two was football. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember. remember three one one was the scores. <laughs> it was. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we used to have. You know, you know, you know, you know. We were posh. We had the rear projection Sony Trinitron. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> used to press the, the TV text button and it will come up with text. Then it will come with half text, half screen, oh, so you could mate. read in between the screen. So I could, I could watch EastEnders and read what's going on. on you ever, I'm sure you did. I know the answer to this. You did, didn't you? Like me, you watched full football matches in like, full football matches as just a score on the screen on Teletext. Yeah, yeah. Just sat there on three one one, just watching wow. Palace play. <laughs> oh, it's good. <laughs> that is, that is and quite then an correction. Correction. Yeah, be the other team. Um, yeah. But yeah, Ian Wohan was off to uh, to, to Bournemouth. Uh, under Harry Redknapp, he, he he done well, and you know there was talks about it. And uh, apparently, Brian Clough was sitting there with his uh, his assistants in his office and gone. That Bournemouth do well with uh, with non-league players, don't they? I'm pretty sure it was Bournemouth. And he goes, uh, yeah. And he goes, it's a deal done. He goes, no. He goes, call him up then. So they called him up and they poached him. Ian Wyman from from uh, from under Bournemouth's neck. Yeah, yeah just what? That's, just stealing him. Off. That's just. Yeah. That's, I mean, those were the days, mate. Power, you know. Pl- you know, now it's all player power, isn't it? Yeah. It See, we're we're sorry, we gone. Get, we're get, game's gone. Yeah, we're getting nostalgic. Yeah, yeah exactly. you like you like going to start crying in a minute. Well, I am, like, I'm tearing up, especially the memory gone. of Ian Wyman. Uh, look, right now the game has changed and we've got money now to spend and get players like Benteke. You can't score goals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I st- I still reckon. That uh, that that you know, for, for Palace should sign the tree. <laughs> the, oh, tree. the tree, the, the tree. tree. <laughs> the I mean, six eight is it's a good size, isn't it? It's yeah. done well. Definitely is. Uh, uh, we'll take a short break. Should we take a short yeah, break? Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. not? We'll take a short break. <laughs> 
The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Love Sport. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Hello, I'm Michael Parkinson. The Lost Tabloids is the UK's leading youth cricket and disability sports charity and now the official charity partner of Love Sport Radio. The charity's mission is to enhance the lives of disadvantaged and disabled young people through sport. Last year, the Lost Tabloids donated over 4 million quid to help young people of all backgrounds and abilities to get involved with sport. To find out more, to see how you can get involved, visit lowestabulars.org. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum, she's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target get your potential customers in the right place at the right time so your message has the greatest potential for making an impact we do taxi tops visit wedoh.com we do the smarter quicker way of advertising in london supporting london businesses of all sizes yeah we're just talking about the uh, the the walk the marathon march that happened the other day i'm sure should we come back after eight yeah, and discuss yeah. it <laughs> plenty to discuss including dr's kebab shop being uh, open for early tastings <laughs> Uh, quarters of uh, scotch eggs and uh, Hambo's foot calluses. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they had a real mood. Podiatry. Do you know who's a, who's a, who's a shop this? Neil Warner. Neil Warner. Yep. On five five eight AM online on your smart speaker and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 8, Theresa May says there are still a few but considerable barriers to reaching a Brexit deal with the EU. The the Prime Minister admits the Irish border is a problem, but is confident the two sides will reach an agreement. Speaking in Brussels, she's also reacted to a potential extension to the transition period so that the border issue can be solved. We are not standing here proposing an extension to the implementation period. What we are doing is working to ensure we have a solution to the backstop issue in Northern Ireland, which is currently a blockage to completing the deal that enables us to get on with completing a deal that delivers on the vote of the British people and is good for the future of the UK. There's been a 9% rise in recorded crime in England and Wales. Official figures show 5.6 million offences were registered with the forces in the year to June. That's the highest total since 2005. The number of murders and manslaughter cases up 14%. Shay Donald is the Vice Chair of the Police Federation of England and Wales. If you have 
continued and sustained cuts to the policing service, the net result is going to be rising figures of crime across the board. And I think we've repeatedly seen that now year on year. A 19-year-old man's been told he faces a substantial sentence after deliberately running over two young women in his car. Newport Crown Courts heard Macaulay Cox drove into a crowd outside a nightclub in the town after a fight broke out. Prosecutors are to consider whether to charge two police officers following the death of former Aston Villa star Dalian Atkinson. The 48-year-old was shot with a taser in Telford in 2016 and died later in hospital. UK military sales to Saudi Arabia increased by two-thirds in 2017 a rise of more than £450 million. The real amount could be even higher. The number of so-called secret open licences doubled in the same period. And in sports, British number one Johanna Conta has reached just her second tennis semi-final of the year in Moscow. That's the latest. I'm Kevin Gover. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. With seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. David Kid Jensen. Thanks, man. That's an ambition. Thanks. This is Love Sport Radio with your London football fan shows. Good evening. My name is Aaron Ball. Uh, Ick Harbour, your presenter. Of you Zilla. have my pre- uh, my presenter. Yes, I'm learning German. Right. Uh, I'm your presenter of the London football fan shows. Tonight we talk all things Palace until nine o'clock tonight. Um, yeah, joining me, Dr. Kernos. Oh my god! <laughs> you really, my face. <laughs> really serious. I'm so really, serious. Yeah. Really serious. About really he looked like he was about to be one of those guys. It's like you know, question time. When they're like, <laughs> Dr. Kernas, Labour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's going to get into politics. Sorry, you're introducing. You're going to introduce and Chris Hamblin. Right? How are you, Pat Hamblin? Yeah. Say hi. I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had, a, I had a good day, mate. You know, been busy at work. You, you been all right? Yeah, I'm alright. He's yeah, working yeah. right now. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Uh, let's get down to it. There was the marathon march on Saturday. Talk to me. Where did it all begin? Because I'm interested in this. I've yeah, read yeah. some stories online. I've read some bits and pieces <laughs> online. Plenty of money's been raised. You can raise some more. We'll be giving you the details on how you can raise some more as well. Uh, where did it all begin? Well, it all began at Sellers Park. But if you want to go, where did it begin? <laughs> the week we agreed to do it. So our our producer from our pod- podcast, Mikey. Shout out. Yeah, I'm not sure he deserves a shout out because oh, uh, he he originally signed up for it, but um, pulled out for medical reasons, as he does every time he arranges anything. Yep. Um, he was in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you're a bit hard. He never gets any sympathy from me. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know. but um, 
So it's, it's a thing that's something the Palace for Life Foundation did last year. It's, obviously, it's a great thing that they do. They raise an awful lot of money, raised about 50 grand last year for uh, causes in South London, particularly helping young people and vulnerable people in the south of England. So we, we agreed to sign up for it this year as a group, as Back of the Nest. Um, so first of all, the headline is, you know, it, it's raised over 70k so far. So well up on last year, and there's still till the 13th of November for people to, to donate. Uh, if you want to donate to us, Google Back of the Nest Trust Giving and you'll, and you'll find us. Uh, or if you want to donate direct to the Palace for Life Foundation, just, just search that on Google as well. But anyway, we uh, we started the day at Sellers Park, didn't we, dear? Yeah, but we didn't end the day at the <laughs> Some, yeah, it, it was What time did it all kick off at Sellers Park? Uh, 8 o'clock. Register there at 7, of course. Yeah, so we left there. So, yeah, we had to. it was getting up at 5 on a Saturday. How did that feel? Horrific. He'd only got to bed at quarter to five. <laughs> well, exactly. I genuinely went to bed at uh, about half past midnight. Got up at got up at five. Um, breakfast. Pro- produce. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any breakfast at home, which was stupid. So there's a there's a whole series of stupid things that I did. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go through them. So I mean, the first was not to not to have anything to eat or drink before I left my house. But fortunately, at seven o'clock at Sellers Park, we were given a, ba- a bacon roll, uh, and cups of tea, and all that sort. <laughs> did of Did you stuff. just have the roll? Um, no, I just had breakfast at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Just> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, we sort of fueled up there. Everyone sort of met and got chatting. There's about 150 people, including some Palace legends, people like Andy Johnson. Uh, well, Ships didn't join until halfway. Cheated. Nah, Ships was, yeah, to be, uh, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of people. Um, Sasser Churchage was there, um, Steve Parrish, oh, yeah, lo- uh, Mark Bright. Mark Bright, just, yes. Uh, but, um, some, yeah, was... some lovely people as well, many listeners. Uh, we sort of walked with a fair few of them. Um, so Sorry I couldn't make it, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunate that, mate, unfortunate. Would have been nice. <laughs> Carry on. So, look, I... Uh, you know, I got I got to confess, I didn't do the full marathon, the twenty six point two miles. I hit the twenty mile mark, literally about two hundred yards past the twenty mile mark. Uh, there was a pub, <laughs> and I just sat on their bench outside for the best part of two hours, uh, unable to move. But what basically happened is that, and I know this from reading the guidance notes after the event. What uh, typical as, as you what, do after that's the event. That's my thing. After the I, event. I check stuff out after it's gone wrong. So I did two things wrong. The first was I didn't eat enough at lunch or during the walk, right? I didn't as well, though. Yeah, but you're... Oh, don't use that old. as... He's don't 18 use years old. Okay. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. But anyway, um, and then also being diabetic, di- yeah, diabetic, not diabetic, that's not a thing, I'm diabetic, uh, I was also hypoglycemic, which meant that once deer had run off uh, ahead and I was at the back... One of our number, Mr. Chris Clark, was getting an earful of abuse from me because for some reason I was I was very angry because of low blood sugar. So I struggled really badly. And once I hit that wall, Aaron, and I can't tell you how tough the you, you hear about the wall, don't you, with marathons and all that sort of stuff. It really is a psychological wall, uh, and it and it it's horrific. And I got through it twice. So you have to really battle with yourself mentally. But there was no third time. See, this would have made a great advert for Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> you're not here yeah. when you're hungry. And someone just to fly out with a Snickers bar and give it to handbags. Like, bang! Yeah. I'll tell you what. If someone, just before I hit that bench outside uh, outside that pub, if someone had handed me a Snickers, that probably would have done it. <laughs> I'd have probably got at least another mile. But I was, I, was, I was... I was... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. But I was genuinely devastated. What was in your bag? 
I, I'd, I'd drunk it all, mate. I'd had everything in my, in, uh, I could carry. Um, and I just, <laughs> the problem was that I spent the entire of the lunch break bar about two minutes. As Dr. DR will attest, I was not easy to talk to at lunch. Exactly, yeah. He came, um, in, he <laughs> came in at lunch. I was like, oh, Hambo. Yeah, basically. He starts trying to tell me a story. And yeah. I'm like, shut up. No, he didn't plate. say that. He's like, where's the plate? I was like, okay. Yeah, I was but like, I was, I was not, <laughs> not in a good place. Um, but I spent the entire time trying to uh, put a plaster on my foot where the blister because I've got a blister on the sole of my foot it's kind oh, of the worst place let's uh, 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 not talk about blister makes me feel weird so uh, yeah I was focused on that and unfortunately it didn't refuel but I'm, I'm, you know, on reflection, I'm very proud to. Have I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. So, Paddy, are you, are you proud of? Are you? He's proud of. You. He's got. Joe, yeah. are you proud of Hambo as well? He's I, kind. <laughs> oh, that's a bit <laughs> hard, mate. That's not very nice. <laughs> You're new round here, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try and make some friends. Can't <laughs> straggle No, um, uh, yeah. On reflection, I was very proud, but um, I have to admit, I got a little, a little bit emotional. I've been doing a. Doing some live Facebook videos throughout the course of it. <laughs> the last live Facebook video I did, <laughs> our producer Mikey took down because I, f- I named him and threatened him. You're <laughs> <laughs> not you when you're hungry. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but I really wanted to do one to say, look, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, guys, I've had to stop here. But I actually couldn't get the words out. I was too, I was too emotional. It was can, I, can I say something? This is what I've just clocked. I mean, I've known Amber for what, six, seven months now. I, I love him to bits, but he's the kind of guy who'd buy a table from. Ikea <laughs> not in, ignore the instructions and end up with a wardrobe and go <laughs> I, fi- I picked up the wrong thing oh here's the instructions oh it's a table I built it wrong yeah. I don't blame you I, I don't blame <laughs> that is true that is exactly what yeah. I am I like I like to check what I did wrong afterwards yeah but then just but just wing it during the event and yeah. see what happens to be fair that's what I did as well but yeah but you were uh, I struggled let's, let's, let's I hear struggled from, let's hear from DR because I, there were some spectacular things from DR so I'm going to oh, tell wait, you a few, you, yeah, tell you you a few say, things that DR did oh <laughs> Around around mile four or five, Dr. just looks up and goes, "This is a really long walk." Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yep. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah, I didn't. Really second second Drism um, doesn't like animals. Does he's scared of all animals? <laughs> yeah. So we're walking through uh, initially through uh, Wimbledon Common. No, even that, even that Sellers Park. Even that Sellers Park, there was a dog <laughs> trying to lick him, and he was running around. There's a dog trying. <laughs> yeah. So why is he trying to lick me, bro? He's not the kebab. That's what. <laughs> yeah. But, um, we're walking through um, Wimbledon Common, and he just keeps walking. It he's like walking into the side. I mean, I'm trying to work out what's going on, so I'm moving around, demonstrating. I forgot to talk, try and talk into a microphone, um, and I just couldn't work out why he's walking. Basically, looked like a striker trying to edge yeah. into a centre half. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Exactly that. Bang. It's because there was a dog within around 500 yards of him that he was terrified of. But you know, then we walked through Richmond Park, which is full of deer, and obviously there was a deer dr joke in that. G- Nick Gossett does have a photo of DR with a deer behind yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, nice one. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So, but I think the best thing that, that happened there was DR turned to me and said, Do horses and deers get on? How do you answer that? How do you answer that well, question? You can answer that, Aaron, do they? There are so many unanswered <laughs> questions to life. And, 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 fi- and finally, he was having a chat with Albert and Nick about running marathons right um and they're saying oh you know it'd be pretty you know it must be tough walking so it's tough walking it but it must be odd you know running all that sort of stuff having a chat and dr says how far's a marathon how far's a marathon like, honestly they looked, not, at, they looked at i him. know i know they i'm not the only one as well all right look hands up i didn't know 
He's, I just, I thought this was just like you, you're trying to claim you're not the only ones who have asked how long the marathon is. Because I remember someone else, someone else saying that as well. I think it's our, I think it's my generation or might just be my friends, millennials. Millennials. <laughs> that's yeah, what yeah. I blame. God help us during Brexit. Uh, this is Love Sport Radio. We're going to carry on chatting about the uh, uh, the marathon march as well. I'm looking ahead to the game against Everton at the weekend. Got your listener questions coming up, and then forward previews. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. 558 AM. Love Sport. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. This man cave, whatever, building shed, it sunk 18 foot into his garden in Gloucestershire and it apparently has in it a bowling alley, a cinema, squash courts, a casino and a 25 foot tall doll's house. 25 foot doll's house, sorry, that's just a bit odd. Well, that is weird. No, that's weird. Grown man, 25 yeah. foot doll's house. 25 foot, so what are we doing, eight, 8 metres? Doll's house. That is, I mean, yeah. enormous. That's like almost yeah. a normal house. Yes. That is genuinely My a bit God. weird. So you've got a house within a house. It's like a, it's like a Russian doll of doll's house. Are you sure? <laughs> no bodies down there or anything like that nothing I'm on not board. right maybe someone should be having a look Cinderford yeah. in Gloucestershire police if you're listening especially go, go near Gloucestershire but yeah near Foyster Dean so you never know it's the Brian Moore show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport 558am Love Sport Love Sport with 7OTV.com predict 7 to net a million Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio. Hamburg. You just—it's just you know the the facial sort of like signs. You—I do, just don't. I'm just trying to work out. Is what's that going on? Love, it doesn't know what's going on. We're what's talking about DR, music. Dr. Was telling me about this track and how yeah. it just reminds me. Was it Turkey? It reminds you of? Yeah, two years ago in the summer. He's but I was telling you about a guy who, who's who's a house artist and he's Turkish and he's he's got this absolute cracker of a tune. Wait, do you know what house music is? Because you listen to classical music. I don't know if it's like Nothing you might wrong. never heard of it. Always, I listen always. to classical music all the time. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> he accused me once of what was it? You listening to classical music and you said, uh, were you, was the, you chose a painter or something, didn't you? No, uh, you no, I can't, I do that on, before people think, yeah. like, I've lost the plot. I this no, is a joke. It's like, a joke. Like, oh, like yeah, that. you listen, he's listening to Shakespeare. That was yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah I just yeah. it's jokes like that. It was yeah. very funny. Well done, yeah, at the time. So, the bed was this little celebration of that, was it? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Palace in the press. Let's let's you know uh, talk about some articles that have been handpicked for us this evening to look through. Uh, where do you want to start? Um, I mean, we was briefly mentioned earlier, but um, the the Diop sort of mentioned that Edin Zeko had been linked with Palace, and I said it was unlikely. Is it Zeko? 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 Yeah, that's what I was about look, to say. Zeko, isn't it? It's Zeko. 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 I would have thought. Yeah, but it's just it's Bosnian. 
You're Bosnian. No, I'm Turkish. Fair enough. Anyway, yeah, there you go. And then Jeko. Jeko. Yeah, so that's yeah, how I'm I right. Yeah. You said Zeko. Oh, that's all right. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Zeko. Right, anyway, this, that's probably not what the article was about, is it? <laughs> um, no, obviously, great reputation whilst at City. Um, exactly the kind of player we need leading our line. Although, obviously, getting on a bit now. Must be, yeah, 32. Um, but press linking us, but also looking linking West Ham and a couple of others. I, I can't see it. I think it's well beyond us. But I'd be very happy if it was true, Kernes. Yeah, I would be happy as well, but... As we said earlier on, it just—I think it really does depend on Benteke leaving. If Benteke stays at the club, I just don't see us getting another striker like Jacob, even though he's 32 years old. I—I I believe his wage demands will be a bit too high for Palace, so I just don't see it happening. And if it does happen, that would be a miracle <laughs> because we never have—we never really have good January transfer windows. I'm would right you—would you take a, a pun on someone like Andy Carroll on mine? Ah, oh, I, I probably would actually. Yes, that—it's one of those again. Injuries. He's out of contract like, at the end of the season. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Uh, that, but what? And the West Ham fans don't reckon he's going to get another one. If, if yeah, if they don't reckon, I mean, he's going to sign for West Ham. It's the sort of thing where it's a little bit like Ings. As soon as we were linked to Danny Ings, everyone was like, "Oh, well, that's all we need another permanently injured striker." But now we look with envy at him playing at Southampton. I told you. But Ings is di- but Ings is a different type of player to Andy Carroll. Like Andy yeah, Carroll, he is, okay. back in the day, he he, he was. He was he was very good, but looking at Ings even now, he we everyone know how old, knew that. How old's Carroll now though? Probably thirty two. Yeah, no, he's, he's not 27. He's not. He's not that old, Dr. Andy Carroll. I mean, is is you know twenty nine. Oh, yeah, okay. it's in his coming towards thirty in January. See, he's, but he's, a striker, he's a, a striker is in their prime until they're they're in their their thirties. They're thirty two, thirty three. So well, like, depends on the striker added, added by your joint does it 32 he was not in his prime yeah even though he went to Turkey and now I think he's enjoying his time yeah. at Turkey um, scoring goals Dio what do you think about this fact uh, in Bosnia and Herzegovina Zeko is known as Bosnianski Diamant which roughly translates <laughs> why do you the change Bosnian your diamond? accent to like a Russian like that was, <laughs> that was a Bosnian accent that is what not is a problem bo- oh okay <laughs> well, yeah what does it translate to Bosnian diamond. Bosnian diamond. Yeah, that's nice. You said that, yeah, you said that in a very smooth way. You just Bosnian diamond. Yeah, like that. Yeah, um, okay. it's good. Yeah. There you go. Dion thinks it's good. Yeah, it's we, can, we can move on to the. What next do you think of it? Go on. Now, what oh. do you think of it? Yeah. I think it's average. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to the next piece? <laughs> you said that with a very withering face. And rightly so. James Tompkins wants to put things right as he reflects on Crystal Palace's mixed start, uh, writes Robert Warlow on Football.London. Um, this is uh, obviously just a standard interview ahead of the, the Everton game, really. But it's very interesting to see um, him admitting that the players, too, were focused on this being a, a totally different season to the, the normal Palace way. You know, looking up the table rather than down. And I wonder, DR, if it's that kind of attitude that has maybe taken their eye off the ball a little mm, bit that, I, I think that's total opposite that kind of attitude will make you play without you know without take you'll take more risk with that kind of attitude I think we're not taking enough risks so I I don't think so I think if they're looking at it that way and Roy is looking at a way that oh only survival maybe that's the problem maybe our players want to achieve more but the style of football that's been asked from them by Roy 
it's just it doesn't suit it so maybe that is a worry and looking at even in this um interview he even said it like about roy he said he's a lovely man on and off the pitch and to work w- with he's very consistent and sticks with his plan maybe that's the thing well, he doesn't change his he doesn't change his plan and maybe that's that that's where you know that that could be the reason why we haven't scored as many goals because we're just we everyone knows what we're going to do and he doesn't really change well, it maybe well that that comment i mean you're right to pick up on it because Although he's saying it in a, in a positive way, you can easily read that as as a like it's what you call a, a we call it a veiled criticism, where someone says, "Yeah, yeah, he's he's great. He doesn't change his plan at all." When what he's actually saying is, he, "Yeah, you could read it like that's what yeah. I'm saying. Maybe that is a, because I remember Wolf saying this as well. He's uh, there was a video on Paddy's TV, and Wolf said it like Roy doesn't change it. He drills, you know, he drills into into them." exactly what he wants them to do every week and week out there's nothing new and that's that might be the problem is the fact that he's dr- drilling in all these uh you know tactics and plans and they're just not working but he's not adapting to you know to changes so he's not really changing maybe that's the issue i, I was uh I'm, you know before I, I was here this afternoon or before i arrived here this afternoon i was at home sitting on the sofa watching uh, premier league years and i saw roy hodgson at blackburn just getting very 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 animated yeah, yeah. and and i just wondered do you reckon he's lost a bit of the old fire in the belly I think he comes out of him in a different way now. Yeah, I, I think, think in a change room, I, I can see that. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps not literally. Yeah. Yeah. I um, think he doesn't really let it out to the public more in the change no. room, I reckon, because some some of the reactions you see from players, he definitely yeah. has said something for them to change up. Yeah, but I do, I do think he's... I mean, you can't help but expect age to, to have an impact on you. It does. As you'll find out, dear, when you're trying to do walking Yeah, exactly. When I'm, when I'm about 80 years old, it's like... <laughs> 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 trying to do a marathon but it does it does change you and you must i mean even even warnock calmed down as you know he's a he's a slightly calmer presence than he used to be uh particularly on the touchlines so i do think he's a he's a different manager than he was but that doesn't necessarily mean he's a worse manager i think perhaps he's he's much more even-handed and even-tempered and i think the players do respond to that the problem is keeping the players believing when the results don't match the performances i think it's very easy for him to lose the to lose the dressing room that way yeah certainly is what we're going to do is we're going to take a short pause now and then we're going to come back and we're going to look ahead to the game at the weekend everton versus palace is the game four o'clock on sunday we'll begin our preview next love sport with seven otb.com predict seven to net a million from adams park to wembley we've got it covered love sport radio This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at aspokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. Aspokesmansaid.com, getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 
7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. Partnerships can be a wonderful thing, but sometimes good partnerships go bad. Marriage is by far the most important partnership in most people's lives. Everything you own or care about, even children, become a sort of partnership property. Unfortunately, sometimes only one person's vote destroys that partnership. Cordell and Cordell represent men whose partner has cast that vote. Call 0330-606161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. This is Love Sport. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Yeah, this is Love Sport with your uh, your Palace Fan Show until 9pm tonight. Don't forget we're talking all things uh, Charlton afterwards. Oh dear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, let's begin our preview uh, to the game of the weekend. Everton taking on Crystal Palace. Dan Ambrose has predicted a 1-2. One two. You got to you got to enjoy it. Near one two. Um, yeah. That's something yeah. I'll say. I, I like his <laughs> optimism, two. and he. I, I also liked his uh, his tactical discussion, you know, around about how to deal with the fact that Zaha gets marked out of the place. But you know, there's a suggestion that uh, young Wilfred won't be available, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll come on to the listener questions and the uh, the forward previews a little bit later on. They're very Wilfful, if you like. Yeah. Um, but. Hambo, how do you look at this game? Everton are, are an interesting proposition. You know, they seem like they're slowly clicking into gear. Yeah, they've um, they've got a very strong squad. They've got a manager I like and our board likes as well, because we were certainly considering him at one point. Um, but as as Darren Ambrose said, it's probably our best opportunity for a win in the next five games or so. So, so I'll take it like. I don't. It's so weird. Um, on paper, yes, we should, you know, try beat Everton, but a draw would be great. That's that's what it's, well, that's what he has come to. Because looking at looking at who we've who we've already played, we haven't got many points from them. And what makes you know what makes you think that we could we could beat them? That's that's another uh, thing. Uh, even even in the um, we posted a poll on Twitter. Even then, I think majority of people are expecting us to actually lose against Everton. With all due respect to Everton, but they're not the greatest. They're not. I, I want to say they're top four, top six side. But the fact that majority of people are expecting uh, expecting us to lose is the. It just shows it really. It, like a draw would be fantastic. I think we look. We've got a relatively good record in recent times uh, at Goodison, and it's and you know I think they they. They have a tendency to play into our hands a little bit, but are you, you're right. You know, if even on paper, it's it's a tough game for us. And um, if and we're not playing well, bottom line. It depends. If if Wilf is not there, then that is just I. I only we're 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 already struggling to score goals. Wilf with Wilf in the side, and, and I can't imagine what's going to happen without Wilf. I'm really worried because it has become a massive problem. Mate, mate Wilf didn't play against Dulwich, scored five. Easy. That, yeah, against Dulwich, Hamlet, yeah. But we're away, so that could play a bit to our advantage, I guess. Um, 
there's pressure um, and it probably you know will probably be solid defensively and try to hit them on the counter I guess that could work out but I think if you look at the failures this season it's really been around failing to break teams down and with that's why we're better away because the onus is on the home team to come out and, and push that little bit more which which opens opens them up a little bit so really it, it is all about that it's, I think obviously there's a potential that we really we certainly need Andros firing and all cylinders don't we we need the Andros that played in the cup it's not only but it's not only Andros it's Lucas we need everyone to step up not not everyone has stepped up this season so far apart from the defenders I'll say like PVA he scored two goals and he's probably he's got I think he's probably in the top top three in um, amount of goals scored this season by player yeah so that just pre that pretty much you mean at at Palace don't you yeah yeah Top three, yeah, at Palace. Um, yeah, probably, yeah. I don't know who scored. Wilf scored three. Yeah, it's probably Wilf PVA. Is that P- yeah. Wilf P- like that? Just says all oh, Wilf then PVA. That shouldn't really be the case. It's probably the same last season. Thinking about it, <laughs> that is just worrying though because we've got players up there who who should be performing much better and scoring goals and they're not doing it. So it's, I don't think we should just focus on one player on Andros. I think Luca. Um, I don't know if Maka's going to start, but if Maka starts, Maka needs to up his game. Jordan Ayew, we've all, like he's been brilliant defensively, but going forward, he needs to up his game. Everyone needs to up their game for us to even have a chance to score a goal, let alone win. So I'm just having a look at the the stats that Paddy has provided. So very head, kindly, yeah, very very kindly. The the head to head record: Palace wins 13, draws 15, Everton wins 19. We have failed to overcome Everton in any of the last six meetings between the two teams, which absolutely ruins my. We've got a decent record. Yeah, we've got a decent a, record. Because I remember last I, time but I went, we were all right. Benteke, well, uh, when Benteke scored at Hilda, didn't we win? Or did we end up losing that game as well? We know that Monday yeah, night. I think we. Yeah. Was that a draw? Oh, I don't know. But don't yeah. know. We've drawn a few recently as well. We had a couple of 3 2 wins against them, but that's probably longer ago than I, I realised. Um, but it says it says Zaha's fit after a groin problem, but that remains to be seen. Um, Benteke obviously unavailable, and it's saying Conor Wickham could be in in contention. What do you think about that? I mean, I saw him forty five minutes against Dulwich. The first exactly. ten minutes he was on the pitch, he looked like he could could barely move. What well, about well, later on in the game? Do you think he? As soon as he literally, as soon as he scored from the corner, the adrenaline just must have surged in him because he was superb after that. And you saw if you saw the goal where James Daly tapped in. Uh, from, from, from I don't know if you saw it. I no, I haven't. Connor basically, with giving the defender like a twenty-yard head start, out sprinted him, and he was. It was you know, he, he looked. He looked really okay. Opposition, you have to take into account. Yeah, but, <laughs> but he looked but, up for it. Yeah, he did. I mean, Ayu in the first half was really like, was really energetic, buzzing around the pitch, but just did not threaten anything. But that, that has been the case for Ayu this season. Yeah. He has the energy, but it's just that's what I said um, but, around but, 30 seconds ago, where Ayu needs to step up his game in when going forward, because he's been good defensively. Yeah. He's been tracking back even more than he should. But going forward, he's, he, there's no you, much threat there. We've kind of almost forgotten what it's like to have someone who knows how to play as a striker. I mean, we, Wickham was Wickham abs- can. I liked you know, him when he, he was fit. It, it was a it was a run up for, from a corner for a header. So he literally ran from the edge of the box, jumped, and obviously was above everybody because he'd started with a run. But he he did something that I haven't seen a striker at Palace do for about two years, which was on the edge of the box with his back to goal, turn and shot. 
you know, in one motion, turn and turn and shot. But then it's harder to do that in the Premier League as well. Of course, because it's, the teams but it's, all, but it's about intention, isn't it? How many times do we see the ball go into the feet of a striker and then it just gets popped straight back? And I understand the move, but just every now and then, a striker's got to be selfish, has got to would, just believe that they can score. Would you, if I don't know what Roy will do, but if we do go with the four forty, would you? Do you think? Uh, do you think Conor Wickham is ready to play no, up front I, with I Jordan honestly, Ayew? I honestly don't. I think I, I, I just don't want to see him get injured again because it will destroy him. I just think if if there's any doubt at all... Are, are, are we, you know, with someone like Conor Wickham, you know, how close are we to a situation similar to someone like Dean Ashton? And well, you must... Yeah, that's, that's a really good comparison because Ashton was... You know, a potential superstar, and they ended up retiring at twenty, probably about twenty-six. With injury started at twenty-four. He was such a good player. Oh, unbelievable! I, I would like to say, but I, I'm always tempted to say it was karma after he, he turned down Palace for Norwich, but um, that would be unpleasant. You know, he didn't, just, just 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 for doing that, he doesn't really deserve it. But in my head, he does. Yeah, um, but, but Wickham has not played properly for two years. Yeah, That's, certainly. We're going to uh, get the opposition view a little later on in the hour. Should we come back with some listener questions? Yeah, let's do that. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. And Gareth Southgate has been watching videos of Barcelona playing behind closed doors just so we could try and play a bit like that. To try and, uh, but no, he genuinely it's has. It's weird, this, isn't it? It's basically about uh, the fact that you can hear the players. You can hear the players, you can hear the instructions from the bench, and it's all that. And they don't want rude language. I don't understand what he'll learn from that if he watches the Barcelona, Barcelona game and say, oh, so-and-so shouted this after 60 minutes. I'll I guess, tell my players to shout the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way players. the echo, the way <laughs> the echo worked in the stand. It's very Gareth Southgate. especially given the away. man wearing a waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> Weekdays from 6.30am. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from sevenbestbets.com. I've got a fivefold for you today. Man City to beat Burnley, Newcastle to beat Brighton, Spurs to beat West Ham in the London Derby, Wolves to beat Watford, and Liverpool to beat Huddersfield. A tenner returns you £106.29p. Those are the odds with sevenbestbets.com. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Love Sport, 558am. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results, win seven figures. the Hambo theme tune isn't it just, well, Paddy was just saying it sounds like it's a sitcom it's like <laughs> my wife and kids starring Hambo I like that I like the idea of having a, having my own sitcom like that it's 70s type sitcom yeah I could dress up grow long sideburns <laughs> you could have that you could have proper like Yorkshire mutton mutton what are they called the mutton, mutton chops yeah, mutton yeah, chops, yeah. yeah. oh you've got Yorkshire aye 
<laughs> that was so funny the other week. When you're making a point, he's just like, hi. <laughs> Sorry. Just, uh, I think somewhere in the line, I must have been a Yorkshireman. Uh, must have been. I can't stop saying it. Uh, Can I just say this little bit of piano in here is just really... Oh, that's, that's lifted it, isn't it? That's... Uh, can we just can we just bring it up a bit? Just bring it up just just a little bit. Yeah, can you? Right, okay. <laughs> very very nice. Uh, we got some listener questions. Have we? We're going to start with Michaela Jessica Rachel. And Aaron, you've pick, hand-picked this question Yeah, I've hand-picked this one yeah. because it's quite an important question. Yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, and I spotted it yesterday and I was like, you know what? It's got to be done. Yeah, so uh, Michaela says, Hi, tried to add my brother John Fillingham. If admin can approve him, thanks. I mean, first of all, it's not a question, is it? It's just saying... I mean, don't question <laughs> the post with right. another question that's totally unrelated to the question. I mean, if you're, if you're desperate to know, I did approve John Fillingham to join the group. And... Uh, not sure if we've got a question from him, but let's find out. Uh, Mike Clark has got in touch. Dear, what's more... Sorry, let me pronounce this correctly. Dear, what's more painful? Watching the recent CPFC performances or walking a marathon? Ooh. It has to be the marathon. It has to be the marathon. I, I even underestimated it myself. It was the toughest thing physically. I mean, it has to be the marathon. It's just like walking through London. It's quite, it quite embarrassing, to be fair. I couldn't walk and people were probably looking at me. <laughs> They're probably, <laughs> they're probably, they're probably looking at me like, "What's wrong with this boy?" So yeah. it's just the idea of you hobbling through London exactly. with an you unhappy missed look that. on your face. So next year, you'd better train up yeah, and walk towards the end with me. I my thought. training starts in two weeks. Thanks for that question, Mike. <laughs> um, I have to say, even I didn't finish the marathons, and I, but to be honest, I haven't got to the end of many Palace games this season either because oh, I've been that bad. Plastic. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Paul Hannah's got in touch. And is the lack of atmosphere? Uh, I know, Paul, top man. Northern Irish, get in the car now. Right, <laughs> 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 okay, carry on. It's, it's the lack of atmosphere because, <laughs> because of the performance of the team, or is the lack of performance due to the lack of atmosphere and the Homesdale Cold Civil War? Great question from Paul there. I think it's got to be a bit of both. Um, I think the lack of um, sort of sing no matter what in the crowd certainly has taken that edge off I think yeah players have, um, players have spoken about it as well so I think it plays yeah. a part but it, I think it's, but ultimately we without that we're still a crowd that can get lifted by what happens on the pitch and we've seen that you, you can go back to Chris Bull and all that it can get really really but still we had a, we had a bit ground. of atmosphere like we still had um, the HF singing so we had a bit of atmosphere yeah, then. Yeah. even then even when we were free and we were down but, we had I mean, something r- going yeah but right now we, we definitely need that little bit of inspiration yeah, from, from, from what happens on the pitch because um, of that situation isn't going to get resolved anytime soon uh, there's a further comment on that from, from John Fillingham mentioned earlier on but he's uh, getting to details we can't really get to uh, Liam Tallis has got in touch as well where do the club's current ambitions lie for the next five years are we that's a great up, question uh, are we caught up in so many off the field small issues uh, as we aren't used to mid table mediocrity do we miss being a yo-yo club great great question lovely uh, m- miming of piano fingers as well there Aaron yeah, just the outside <laughs> <laughs> uh, so going, I mean Dio you don't have uh, perhaps the length of experience of this but you would have seen Palace and know their history yeah. as a yo-yo club it's always exciting isn't it you're either fighting for promotion or fighting against relegation and when we're finishing mid-table it's a bit too boring for Palace perhaps yeah but I think if we're going to be realistic, I think the club will look, be looking at just staying up because of the financial benefits of it. But as fans, I'd like to see us push into the top top uh, 
top seven, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But so that's I think, like Europa League finish. That that'll be good. But but I I just see the club looking at survival. That's it. I think majority of the Premier League clubs are looking at that. I think yeah. I think you're right. But I think it doesn't stop the fans wanting to. Yeah. I, I, you know, this season, we, yeah, I wanted us to push on, but of course it doesn't happen because the manager yeah, and yeah. The, probably Steve Parrish would see the benefits of staying up rather than but, risking and going but don't you think more expressive but don't you think every club in the Premier League beyond the top six thinks exactly the same way but every year three of them have to go down don't they I don't it's just it I is. don't know what other clubs think to be fair but I just know that Roy Hodgson me talking about survival a bit too much so I think it's impacted uh, impacted the type yeah. of football we actually play that's a good question for him I don't think he's got a very easy answer unfortunately yeah exactly mate. it's not straightforward um, and finally uh, Barry Martinis- Martinsky what is the airspeed velocity of a swallow? Oh, that, I, do you think Af- smart, African or I, I, European? What? Unladen or laden? What? <laughs> <laughs> have, to get, uh, have to clarify a little bit on that one, Barry, for me. You're the, you're the smart one. Go on, you tell us song, so you'll probably it's actually, know uh, It's actually a Monty Python reference, that one from the film Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So. <laughs> no, your, no, your films, mate. No, your, no, your history. Well done, Barry. That's it. I mean, we can enjoy the music a bit more, but that's it for the... <laughs> nice one, Bazza. Are they not on Twitter? Oh, I don't know. Did you not tweet it? You, I did, but you've, you've stitched me right up there, mate. Exactly. I, you know, you asked me on live on air, and now I've, now I've got to get organised. It's not going to happen, is it? No, never is. Do you know why? Why? Because you didn't tweet it. I did. I must have tweeted it. No, I don't think you did. They are the socials. No, oh, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Stop putting the blame on me because you can do Facebook, so why can't you do Twitter? So I do social. Look, I didn't do As Facebook. You say, mate, I'm too old. Um, right, chaps, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to take a short pause and then we're going to come back with the opposition view and then we're going to have the four word previews as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Can I just say, by the way, I, I, I've done a bit of snooping on, you know, about around back of the nest and, you know, Palace fans, mm. you know. And do you know what? I really enjoy reading some of the comments about this Thursday show. A lot of people are sitting there going, oh, will it impact what else comes out from back of the nest? You know what? We just have fun on the Thursday show. Too right. We have a laugh. Yep. And someone actually said that Dear DR is a genius concept. <laughs> and it is. Can I just say, thanks. I really appreciate <laughs> it. I really appreciate it. Oh, you needed that. I really, really do. It's just giving me a little pet-me-up boost uh, as, as the winter months start to set in. But yeah, uh, we're going to come back with the opposition view next and uh, and your forward previews as well. Love sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. For the fans. By the fans. Love Sport Radio. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. 
Hello, I'm Michael Parkinson. The Lost Tabloids is the UK's leading youth cricket and disability sports charity, and now the official charity partner of Love Sport Radio. The charity's mission is to enhance the lives of disadvantaged and disabled young people through sport. Last year, the Lost Tabloids donated over four million quid to help young people of all backgrounds and abilities to get involved with sport. To find out more, to see how you can get involved. Visit lowestabulars.org. Essex's largest windows, doors and conservatory retailer, SEHBAC, are looking to recruit experienced installers following further expansion of the business. Based in Essex, we can guarantee you full-time work at competitive rates of pay. SEHBAC for your windows, doors and conservatories. SEHBAC, 0800 For more details, visit sehbac.com slash careers. This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. never knew uh, love sport began in uh, in march and you know i think we've looked at things tactically and thought about you know how other radio stations operate some of the biggest radio stations in london and the country operate and we worked out that if you play the same song sort of like two three times an hour you'll get listeners so that's what we're doing really? it's this big tune again <laughs> it's, it's do you know what paddy's worked out the tactic fair play to you pal it's it's <laughs> incoming pay rise. It's exactly what happens. Wait, on, oh. How do he gets paid? Well, look at it. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's the time. He said he's going to start eating grass. So <laughs> <laughs> as long as it, as long as it's not the same grass that Jamie Larson does, it's all good. <laughs> right, <laughs> chaps, let's look ahead. Uh, by the way, who knows anything about Bernard? Bernard Bernard oh, from, from Everton yeah. yeah yeah I remember on FIFA it was a decent player a couple of years ago <laughs> <laughs> quite small 5 foot 6 or something I think so yeah oh, right, okay. yeah. smaller than Max I think so yeah yeah, yeah. okay who, who are you guys looking at I mean as as the key men for uh, for the Toffees the Toffee men uh, well the, you know Chenk obviously right. you know he's, um, uh, yeah. he's, he's a threat um, Sigurdsson I think yeah, Sigurdsson, obviously. Free uh, kick is, is, is due to happen any season. Well, well Sigurdsson free kick. It's Sigurdsson it. always plays well and usually scores against us. Nias will probably come off the bench and get a hat-trick. And, yeah, dive. Yeah, <laughs> that's due to happen. Um, you know, it's it's a funny one. I think Everton... I don't know. There's just something, something about them. I always feel that there's goals in the game. Um, I think it's mainly due to Marcus Silva's uh, tactical approach. He likes attack more than defence should I say so they're going to be coming at us and that will leave some spaces open at the back so hopefully we take advantage of that too because that would be a great opportunity to hit them in the counter especially if they're sending lots of guys forward I mean against our our back four I don't I don't worry about the physical side of it but Calvert-Lewin's got that little bit of pace that can trouble us we've dealt with that though this season it's not defensively I'm not worried at all I just know what I mean 
I find when when we play a team that have got pace up top, we drop that little bit deeper uh, to, to account for it. Because obviously neither Sacco or Tompkins are pulling up trees running wise. They're you know they're they're decent. They're not slow, but they're not they're not can't keep up with pace if people get in behind. So we have to drop that little bit deeper. And I just think it makes especially if, if Wilf's not there, it makes counter attacking that little bit harder and that little bit slower. It does, but um. That's that, that's what you're going to. We're, we've been solid defensively, so it's worked that that way. So if we're going to change up, maybe Roy's thinking um, maybe if we push the guys more forward and up the pitch to pressure the opposition, it will leave spaces open and we'll start conceding goals. So I I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a tough one. There's always going to be risks and rewards when you change something, and it's worked so far. I'm happy with it defensively. Hopefully, we take advantage of Everton attacking um, and sending the fullbacks forward and also the midfielders up top. If there's no wealth, then how does it go? Uh, it doesn't go. <laughs> um, <laughs> it doesn't. I think you you probably see if no if we've got no new players fit. You the, the best I can see a foot maybe a four four two with Serloff getting a chance alongside. Are you maybe? Yeah. Um, that's that's a possibility. That's a combination we haven't seen yet as well. So well, yeah, exactly. It'll be um, it'll be interesting. And, to and see Sir, how they uh, Alex Serlock was in the press complaining about lack of opportunities recently from a, an interview. He did yeah, he was. We spot on. We we actually covered that article, I believe. But just it's like, mate, you, you got to kind of start scoring. Yeah, you got to show some. It, there's a reason you're not getting picked. But I've, I've said that about players before. And, you know, our fans continuously like to hark back to Dwight Gale. But there's a reason that. Like we didn't pick him regularly, and there's a, there was about four managers who exactly. made that choice, and there's a reason he's back in the championship again. You know, he is unfortunately one of those players who's sort of like bridges that gap between Premier League and and top level, and at top level just doesn't do quite enough. And at the moment, you can say the same about Alex Serlot. He's got lots of potential, but his overall performance that. You know, at the highest level, isn't quite there. Look, he he has been given opportunities. Maybe he hasn't been given lots of opportunities, but he still has had opportunities. But he hasn't taken them well. I think. Like I haven't seen anything from Serlov when he has um, come onto the pitch. Like I haven't seen anything apart from um, giving Chelsea away that last, Chelsea last year. He, he looked at, looked at. Yeah, real but that's presence. one game. He's come yeah. on many times, and I haven't seen much. So you can't really complain if you're not taking the little opportunities. Whereas Max. He has taken his opportunities. That's that's why you know he gets more game time yeah. off the bench and even had a start or two there. I know he should have started more games, but Demar and Kiyate need to start this weekend. I think most of our fan base thinks yes. Yeah, I had, I had a message from si- uh, Simon yesterday asking if I could do it in my in my rivals. Oh, Kiyate is a very good player. <laughs> <laughs> he wants you to say. I will start Maya and Coyote. I will start Maya and Coyote. There we go. It is a fact now. We'll dub that into some kind of... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We make, probably make a house mix. Like a dub that, smash kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, one, one of them ones, really. That'd be good. That'd be good. Um, if this uh, Everton guy don't turn up to help us preview, do you want me to do a Scouse accent? Yeah, go for it. All right, mate. It's great. Uh, I think Everton's going to win, you know. That's really impressive. I have to say, your accents are really horrendous normally, but <laughs> <laughs> that was something special. Dior praised me. Yeah, that, is, that is special. So, can I ask you questions? Uh, yeah, la. <laughs> so, who's your biggest threat <laughs> on a weekend? Who should, who should we watch out for? Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Oh, it always speaks Scouse. Like, it always speaks Scouse accent. I quite like uh, Theo Walker. Oh, he's, like, he's quick. I, for, I forgot about him. He's quite quick, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, they've got so they've got so many players. Even on the bench, like they could, <sighs> they've got that talent. And 
So actually, you know, I, what do you what do you make of Walcott joining them? Because he's he's I don't know. It's weird because he, he must be what thirty now. I still think of him as a child. Yeah, I know. He's sixteen years old with all you know. Basically, so he, he still looked like he was doing GCSEs because that's what he was doing. His GCSEs. Do you remember when he went to the World Cup? Yeah, what a waste of a space. <laughs> it really was, and if, literally every commentator on every game involving England was continuously talking about Walcott. I mean, they, sh- minute. they should have told Clinton Morrison to, to, to defect to England <laughs> and taken him instead. Ah, uh, Clinton O'Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> right, should we have a full word previews? Yeah, man. Let's have them. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I need to ride a horse for this part. Oh, no, there we go. Oh, sorry, I'm not allowed to sit here and dance, am I? No. <laughs> uh, Richard Evans, the result isn't inevitable. Oh, <laughs> can I just say something? These used to be really romantic. I've stopped the romance, but it might come back. Maybe if we start winning games. During yeah. Christmas, maybe. Yeah, well, I think basically we have to start playing some sexy football for me to get in the mood. It's true. Um, yeah, it's true. You, you know, if we carry on as we are, who knows where this will go. <laughs> Who actually knows that this 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 feature's going out the window? Exactly. I mean, DDR's been limp for the past few weeks. It has. I think that's because of quality of responses to questions. We we need to get them back, though, don't we? Oh yeah, DDR's. We we, we could do it. You know, Jamie's bulging sack isn't bulging like it was before. Jamie's uh, nowhere to be seen. That's 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 another thing as well. We'll sort it out for for next time. Do do you want DDR's next time? Are you in your way? I'm in Vegas, man. Yeah. I'm in Vegas, man. It's my well, we'll have some dear DRs for, for a few yeah, weeks' yeah, time, yeah, DR. Yeah, anyway, Stripe Izzy. No Zaha, no points. Yeah. Paul Gaskin, win one without Wilf. Yeah. Good alliteration there, nice. wasn't it? It was win. nice. I like to see alliteration. Give two points for your work. Well, well, show you're working. Two points. And you got the full two points. Yeah. Uh, John Lennon missing... Not, not the John Lennon. Missing the point entirely. He's gone with a... 30-word... Preview, so <laughs> he's not going to get read out for that. That's Sorry, mate. Uh, someone called Aaron Paul yep. has gone for no Zaha, no cry. Very nice. Thanks. You happy with that? Yeah. And that was quick. That was about a couple of minutes after I posted it, so he didn't think long about that. On the that. ball, mate. On the ball. Paul Hanna has gone with break those unwanted records. Oh, there you yeah. go. Adam Shears, old Shearsy. Shearsy? Yeah, the Shears Do you know Shearsy, do you? Nah. Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> old Shearsy, you remember, you remember old Shearsy? Shearsy, yeah. top man. Oh, I've seen him down the, uh, down the garage, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone with... We, you have a service plan! <laughs> <laughs> He's gone with three question marks on this one, so I'm going to have to try and pronounce it the right way. Wickham ready to start? <laughs> It's the facial expression he did when he did it. Yeah, we should have a little camera. Uh, like yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see it. Peter Hostachny, or Hostachny, um, good name. Bounce back ability is Palace Way. Liam Tallis, Mayor Coyote, might win. Nick Knack Paddywhack. <laughs> Palace fudge the toffee man. Oh, he's, oh, he's gone with a pun. Good. Well done, Nick. Oh. Mark Vincent, <laughs> hope for a plan. David Kent, Lord God help us. Mark Verna has gone with our form is blue. Don't remember. Stand there. there you go. Is that alright? You like them? Was that it? Yeah. It's kind of a bit quiet. You've printed out a load of other comments as well. Yeah, I don't, we, we, you know, we don't really want them doing it. Um, no. uh, just quickly, um, on Twitter, there was uh, there, there, there were a couple. In fact, there was, uh, there was one major one. 
Yeah, I can't really read that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was. It was uh, something, something from from Nathan Jones Therapy at Counselling MJ. It, it, He's a very angry. He man. is. Yeah. It, the, there were three words you can read, which was start Max Mayer. Yeah. But there's a word you can't read in there. There's got beep. In the middle of it. The beep. Uh, okay. Chaps, let's have your uh, your predos. Everton versus Crystal Palace, four o'clock Sunday afternoon, live on the television. <laughs> yeah. Why did your voice? Hambo will be watching it in his cave. You uh, you said that in the manner of someone who's just discovered the television live on the television. <laughs> um, I I I mean I don't want to nick the one-two prediction from uh, yeah. old Dazmeister himself, but. Um, I think it's going to be that tight. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with a with a with a two 0 Canis, two one Everton. Go one one. One one Palace. That's how I'm going. <laughs> <do that. laughs> have a great one. Good luck to the Palace on uh, on Sunday. The fans show on Love Sport with Seven OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Love sports. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit WEDOOH.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising. Advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. The Novotel London Blackfriars, the official hotel partner of Love Sport. Located just minutes away from the city and London's famous South Bank. You can kick back and taste the flavours of the world at the Jamboree Bar and Grill and enjoy all the sights of London in style. The Novotel London Blackfriars. Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio. A big thanks to the chaps from Back of the Nest. They're back uh, at next thursday when they leave the nest once again uh tonight we talk all things charlton plenty to discuss of course the efl heading down to the valley to investigate what is going on with their missing bonuses we'll have that plus more on the way next as we talk all things charlton with our brand new show courtesy the se7 podcast the talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. 
There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.